1: G-Shawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
2: The crowd here at Foxborough is going
3: to be yelling for number four. Here's one floated for Smith, and it's picked. They're calling it zappy hour. And wide open. Touchdown! Momentum turned around. Now the Bears are answering. Winning in all three
4: phases of this game. In for the Touchdown! This has been quite a performance by the Bears.
3: Keyshawn J. Willimax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can be a part of Keyshawn J. Willimax Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Mess around. We have to take some calls early just to show the people we mean business. Took calls yesterday, guys. I was very proud of us. ESPN Shit, Nation I'll is presented I'll by go. Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football I'll season go. without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay.
4: Hey, how you doing there? What's up, y'all? How you doing there, Key? I am doing pretty good. Uh, after watching that game last night, I feel even better. Yep. I feel well. feel even better. Got a chance to watch a little bit of football, you know. Didn't have to sit up and think about baseball much. And, right. You know, well, Lakers were all Didn't have to Dodgers worry were about, were about that.
5: Stop right. thinking about baseball once your Dodgers are out.
4: Well, that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's I just what I'm saying was really? supporting. I was supporting Max to the ah, end. I, I appreciate that. it was a- going. I knew eventually it was going to end in a way that he didn't want it to. So yeah. I had to well, be there really to does. support him.
5: That was a fake support. You wanted to see him in pain, just like a I do.
4: lot of things that I do are fake. Yeah. <laughs> At least Look, you're honest about it. Well, you know what wasn't fake. Yeah, Jay. See, you know what I- wasn't fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Look, <laughs> Hey, Max, how you doing? Yeah, you ready hey, to how Let's are go. You? We got to get going.
3: So what? Look, what have we been saying now for a minute? For, not only do Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi kind of look, not kind of. I could not. If someone showed me a picture of Bailey Zappi, his face, and just told me it was Mac Jones, I'd be like, yeah, that's Mac Jones. So in other words, just
4: alike. So in other words, Max, if you put him in a lineup, you if you put him in a lineup. Yeah. Come on, man. So you're
3: saying if, Bailey Zappi was if, out
5: there starting the game with
3: Mac Jones' I'm, uniform
5: on. That's if what you're I'm saying.
3: Mac Jones and I commit a crime, I'm just trying to get Bailey Zappi <laughs> uh, in a lineup.
5: He did it.
6: Because I, didn't, I didn't I just said a lineup. I didn't say a crime. Look, man. look at these two. They dudes. really look the same. No, that's that's the same dude. I'm no, telling kinda, you, it's
3: not. It's the same The only difference between them other. is that Mac Jones is taller and that Bailey Zappi's a better quarterback. That's
4: the only difference. Yeah, that's it's two differences,
3: problematic.
4: They kind of do favor. I'm, I'm yeah. looking at Mac Jones on. on the left because of the hair. See the hair slants down, kind of like yeah. a Max Kellerman look. A little. Key, bit. Yeah. This is the first
5: time I'm Answer. hearing the reverse, the reverse move on this one. Typically, we all get called like you guys look the same, but they look the same. Yeah, they look just alike. <laughs> See, they're
3: white <laughs> dudes. Is... You could say hey, hey, yeah, look yeah, the yeah, they look the same, and no, yeah. no problem.
5: <laughs> two black dudes look the same. And
3: you're like,
6: ah, <laughs> I don't
5: want to say. It. But two white dudes, you say it. You can say it, yeah. yeah they look exactly alike at all. They're twins, twins Look at two. that. Twi- it's too early say, in the morning for all that, Did you that, say man. twinsies? It looked like twins. Yeah, don't, right. don't say twinsies. I didn't think so last, I you said twinsies. So last night. These two. So He's last trying night, to transition to football. Okay.
4: So last yeah. night, the Bears beat the Patriots 33-14 on Monday Night Football. Thanks. Justin Fields certainly went in there and unleashed it on a Max, go ahead. I think close. I had to figure go out ahead. how to get it. The thing about Justin
3: Fields is, from the beginning, <laughs> he
4: seems to figure out
3: ways to get them in positions to win or almost win without having big numbers through the air, without having much on the team, a lot of times without looking that good. But somehow his presence at quarterback is leading to more success to me than it ought to so far.
4: Well, I will say this before we move on to the quarterback carousel up in New England. There's the recipe. Thirteen twenty one. A buck seventy nine. A touchdown. I'd like to erase the interception, but a rushing touchdown. Right. Okay. So there's the plunge on the touchdown side. And look at his statistics. His statistics is exactly what I need. I need thirteen to twenty one. Not exactly. Uh, well, I mean it's it's for one the most thing. part
3: because of one thing, key. What's that? Int.
4: Yeah, but I, that yeah, that's, that's okay yeah. because we won the game and all the positive statistics outweigh that ne- one negative. Right. That's that's why it's okay. The defense did their job. They ran the ball extremely well. I think they rushed for like 250 yards. I mean, like, that's it, – it it's amazing to just see when you play a certain way, you can win football games. Meantime, you guys. Well, let's talk
5: about how they did that real quick, though, Max, because, you know, you talk about – um, the quarterback getting a lot of credit, right? In Justin Fields, and I'm sitting there saying, "All right, well, Luke Getzey, the offensive coordinator for the Bears, like they they started rolling him out early. They cut him loose. a little They, they on let the him ground. like they yeah. started letting him use his legs, and he got some passes and some, you know. So I think that opened up the field for the running game as well. But I give credit to the coaching staff for how they utilized him as well.
3: So, you guys missed my best line of the morning. I don't think I'll come Which up was with a what? better one. I said. The only difference is between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi is Mac Jones is taller and Bailey Zappi is a better quarterback. I mean, I, like, I it. okay, good. I thought it was a better. I thought it deserves is more. Bailey recognition. Zappy, is <laughs> he a better quarterback? Well, let's ask Bill Belichick. You know, he made the quarterback change. What happened, Coach?
0: So when Mac came out of the game, Bill, was that a medical decision? The timing of the no calling him. So is that related to the, the interception that was his no, last play
3: tonight? No, we,
1: we had planned to play.
3: Uh, I told the quarterbacks that we were going we to play
6: both of them. So we did.
3: Guys, Mac Jones <laughs> finished 3 of 6 for 13 yards and a pick. Bailey Zappi was 14 of 22 for 185 yards, which would be the Keyshawn Johnson formula and a touchdown. He did throw two interceptions and lost a fumble, though. But Key... We've been saying it for weeks now. What's the difference really other than Bailey Zappi looks a little better than Mac Jones?
4: Yeah, I I think for me and my money, and and I talk about this with all quarterbacks, I talk about it with Jalen Hurts and Tua and other guys. It's all about where you draft it, right? And the fact that Zappi was taken where he was taken and Mac Jones was taken where he was taken, many people feel like Mac Jones is the better quarterback. Now what I would say is Coach Belichick, made a decision to start Mac Jones, but he also made a decision to remove Mac Jones's ass immediately. And he could say all he wants is that, that they were both going to play, which I strongly believe he is telling the truth. They both were going to play. And that doesn't mean that Mac Jones was going to play the entire game. That doesn't mean that was going to play the entire game. It just means that they both were going to play at some point in time throughout the game. He could, he could do it a lot of different ways. He could do one series, which means, hey, they both played. Or he could do it at the end of the game. If Mac Jones was in a blowout and he was at the end of the game, he could play Mac, play Zappy at that point in time. He clears – he he gets clearance because they both did play. And he told them both, you will play. Whatever, whenever he didn't tell them when, he just said, you'll both play, and they both played. I think Zappi – I think the mistake, in my opinion, that the, the New England Patriots and Coach Belichick made was not starting Zappi Having him come in and try and engineer drives, which he did, and put up 14 quick points, but he couldn't sustain that into the second half, and I think that, to me, just if you'd have started him and, and let him just play, I don't think you would have had some of the issues that you had. I just don't, because what you did is you gave the Bears life and momentum messing around with Mac damn Jones. So, Key, we'll get into, I mean, how the game panned out for the Pats.
5: But, like, this last night watching the game, I'm like, DJ Khaled, just his voice kept ringing in my head. Like, yesterday's price is not today's price. So, like, Mac Jones, what you did last year, you got your team to the playoffs, you got to your pro Bowl. that doesn't matter. You get into a pro Bowl, it doesn't matter. What have you done for me lately? And ever since I came on this show two years ago, Key, you've always talked about how sensitive the quarterbacks are. Well, this is for me basketball here. I love when I see competition. I love when I see, oh, ain't nothing expected. Nothing's given to you. So, yeah, your lease was short last night, Mac Jones. You got yanked after throwing the ball six times and having an INT. Get in there, Billy be Now, my question, Mac Jones, how do you respond? Because if I'm Bill Belichick, I want to see how you respond going into this week of practice. Do you elevate your level of play, or
4: do you become demure in your demeanor? There's a It lot just of- didn't even look right, though. He yeah. didn't look. It just, not the injury, him. I don't like the way he looks when he drops back in the pocket. It looks all – it looks rough. It doesn't Mm. look smooth to me. When he's trying – it's almost like – I don't want to say he's scared, but he's unsure. So when he's dropping back, it's not one, two, three, bam, let it go. It's always like, oh, my God, they're coming to get me. I got to get out of here. Instead of just being calm, he doesn't give me a sense of calm. Now, Coach Belichick and Matt Patricia and Joe Judge and company, who's over there running the offense, they probably see it differently. I don't see it that way. I look at it, I'm like, he just doesn't make me feel comfortable in the pocket. Everything looks hard when it should be much easier.
3: Yeah, there are a couple things to a sophomore slump, if that's what it is, right? And sometimes you never recover from it. One is, league makes adjustments. What do you do? The second is, you have some success in your first go-round. Do you get complacent? even if you don't realize it, or are you doing all the things that gave you success the first time? Are you starting to take things for granted? Whatever it is, Mac Jones looked promising his rookie year, and he has not gone forward. He has gone backward. ESPN reporter, Patriots reporter Mike Reese will join us at 7 a.m. to get into this. After getting benched in Indy, another quarterback pulled. This guy's not young, he's old. Is Matt Ryan officially done? That's coming up. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio.
1: Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio everywhere you are.
7: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions
8: apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash unsportsmanlike. So all
5: I know is yesterday I'm on this call and I'm sitting there. And my kids are jumping all over me. And we're at the end of the call. I'm like, oh, we're finally there. We're gonna get off. And the conversation extends for another ten minutes about the fact that Alan Gates has never had soup before.
3: It sounds like a, a, a bad line in a movie, trying to or a sitcom trying to show you something quirky about someone, right? What do you mean you've never had soup? soup. Of course you've had. How? Who the? Yates. How have you never in your life had soup? That's like some psychological issue you got with soup, and your mom tried to get you to eat something. You're like,
6: no, I'm not gonna have any soup, and that just never went away or something. Well, I mean, me and my mom had a whole argument about this joint last night because she was like, "Well, you know, you, you we we try to give you soup as a kid, and you ain't really like it, so you just ate the broth." I'm like, "Ma, that don't mean I ate the soup."
4: That and is- I'll eat the soup. Is I'll eat soup, soup or broth.
6: So I'm out on both. But the but. Like not, not like not even like vegetable soup? Nah, bro. Like if potatoes? I'm soup. like when I had the vid, I'm not grabbing no soup. Give me some ginger ale, What some do you saltines. have against soup?
3: And some toast. Eat what don't you soup. like about soup? I don't understand because you it's have the, like, ju- in your food, there are like juices and stuff, right? It's, it's the same like thing. Liquid it's the and texture,
6: stuff. man. I don't need all my, I don't need my, my <laughs> I don't need my food <laughs> yeah. all moist and, and, and damp Whoa. and dripping and Whoa. all that. I'm
4: cool. So you never had broccoli cheddar soup you've never had tomato bisque lobster bisque tomato soup chicken noodle soup you never had clam chowder soup. italian clam wedding soup uh, no. new england chowder like you never had none of that
6: nah nah i'm cool i'm cool Right. I, when I get, I don't get sick often, and when I do get sick, but you don't I'm have not, to be sick often. to with oh. Girl, I do soup so good. They always, they tell me soup is for for, for when you get sick. Not true. Oh. That's, that's what they tell me.
4: Because because if the reason soup isn't when you get sick because soups have different things in it, creams and things of that nature. When you sick, you shouldn't put dairy in your body. Okay, chicken because of the mucus soup. and things of that nature. Chicken noodle
5: soup, sometimes Like when you get sick, like or if it's cold up in the Northeast during the winter, chicken noodle soup.
6: Nah, nah With I'm the soda get- on the Yates. side. No. Nah, <laughs> <See, laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, okay. Some grape soda on the side. You got it. <laughs> grape. <laughs> we're soda taking the you. To, we're
3: it. taking you to a place <laughs> and you're having soup. We're gonna take you to a nice place. You're gonna have some good soup. You're gonna like it.
6: We're gonna see, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm a texture bull. I'm cool. Max, what type of soup
3: are you gonna give him? That's a good question. That's a question. we have to discuss that? What's what do you think? He matzo made?
6: ball soup, Max. Matzo, I like. Matzo he's
3: not going to go in for the matzo ball soup. is good, but he's not going to go in for the matzo ball. You need to give him something that's not too exotic, right? Nothing, yeah. nothing weird. Something nice and plain that he's used to. Matzo you ball Kanye soup's not not weird?
5: Matzo ball soup. Kanye likes Jeez, that was a question. Yeah. What? <laughs> I can't ask a question now. No,
3: don't don't make fun of the mentally. Ill. I, I'm,
5: not, I'm just asking the question. All right. Is matzo ball soup? I just put it together. Delicious,
1: Please, but I don't, yeah, know, I don't you know. know if yeah, he eats soup. Into soup it. You, you know, got to figure yeah, out a kind of soup. So, not believe. that soup. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out right now. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN media or watch on ESPN Two. Keyshawn J. Will, and Max live weekday morning starting at six Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Two.
0: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
7: I don't know how they're going to let him cycle through more quarterbacks or be responsible for the development of the next franchise quarterback. You could just tell they never found a flow in Indianapolis with Matt Ryan. If Frank Reich is going to be the one to go, Chris Ballard ain't far behind.
3: Uh. So the Colts bench Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan at quarterback.
5: And another one.
3: And they are going to turn to Sam Ellinger and Everyone another one wants to make sure that you know it's a hard G. You got it right, Ellinger. Ellinger, I think it's French. Ellinger, I think I feel like <laughs> Will Ferrell and Anchorman. I think, I think it's French. <laughs>
5: Sam Ellinger type of thing. Would... How do you say a Key? E-Ellinger? Ellinger. A No, Ellinger. Oh, okay. Ellinger.
3: Ellinger. Ellinger.
5: Yeah,
4: got it. Yeah, sure I just right. yesterday we were trying to just figure out to make sure. It wasn't something else. That's all.
3: Yeah, no, it's, because when you read it, it looks like it would be spelled, Ellinger, spelled but it's with Ellinger a hard right G. Ellen Ellinger, spell it isn't, it right now. spell is
4: not it. G-H in it? No, it sounds like there's a G H
5: in
3: Yeah, it's E H L I N G E R. Whatever, man. You got it. Yeah, that's why I'm not
4: on the spelling list or whatever. No.
3: Nope. Sorry. So Sam Ellinger in for quarterback Matt Ryan. He's thrown nine picks and fumbled eleven times, Matt Ryan. And they're three they three have nine and one. Picks? Yeah, he he's he's thrown nine picks nine. and he's fumbled eleven times, so that's twenty turnovers. Or twenty would be turnovers.
5: want you know, keep my wife is from Andy. This is all I hear about. He's not I gonna, know, gonna your practice your wife
4: this is week. DJ, you're, you're, uh, uh, <laughs> my brother in law, father in law I just want to stay for the record for your the fans time. and coach fans yes. and they like yeah. I Go ahead, Max. And, yes. yes. And she's a great girl, you got yes. three kids. I got it all. Yes, good. Know brother. the whole resume. As
5: long as you know. Go ahead, Max. Now all you need to do is your
3: kids to my kids are not going to IU. No, but in live in different states when they grow up, and you'll have connections to every city in the country. Yeah, it's like me gambling. A fan of me right, exactly. I'm play on 7-on-17. <laughs> yeah, at least two of them are going to play on your 7-on-17. <laughs> All right. Of course, everyone is, who's ever lived, apparently, has played <laughs> on key 7-on-17. Seven seven so, so Matt Ryan's not going to practice this week. He's going to be inactive for Sunday's game against Washington. Nick Foles will back up Ellinger. By the way, that offensive line at the moment's in no condition for Nick Foles, but if they get it together, you give Nick Foles a pocket, he could do something I like with Nick
5: it. Nick Foles has been in the league for 50 years.
3: Yeah, he's had success too.
4: No, he it really it really feels like Doesn't he's it been keep? in the league for a while. It does, but he's been in Yeah, he came in Got to be his 11th season. He he didn't he came in, in that
3: draft with Matt Barkley and Andrew Luck and uh uh, uh and uh Osweiler. The, They were all in the Pac-12 together same time. <laughs>
1: why I could
3: say another <laughs>
6: Chicago.
5: Jeez, <laughs> ah,
3: but you could Waller. see in you could see in, <laughs> you, could see in co- you could see in college Nick Foles was to me he was the second best dude I, in that I knew in that you conference. Were say that yep. I knew you were going to. say that. Barkley, he was better than Barkley. He was twelve draft. He wasn't yeah. getting not the same better hype, than but Matt Barkley. He wasn't
4: going talk about the Colts. Man. He was
3: so, Come on, man. Oh, he was. God. Short- By the way, he had better. Go the a Anyway, Just
4: talk about the Colts.
3: The point is this. Colts are trying to replace first Peyton Manning with Andrew Luck. They spent the number one pick in the draft on both guys. And since Andrew Luck retired suddenly, they've been trying to do it patchwork. You know, maybe we can reclaim this guy. Maybe this guy has something in the tank. Maybe we could work with him. Frank Reich, Colts head coach on Matt Ryan's benching.
7: This guy is special, special, special.
6: And, you know, we all we know. Right at the quarterback position that it's not our poor production on offense is not on one person. It's not on Matt Ryan, but we also know as Matt and I talked it through, Hey, as head coach and quarterback as head coach, ultimately it doesn't matter. I'm judged on wins and losses, quarterbacks judged on points and, and production and turnovers. That's we understand. That's how it is in this league. Hey, key before the season, you,
3: you were saying that Matt Ryan still can do it. And I know you have a relationship with Matt Ryan and you want, wish the best for him. But to me, There's a reason he was available for a third-round pick. Usually a quarterback, if he still has something in the tank, ain't going just for a third-round pick. So the question is this now. Is Matt Ryan officially done?
4: I I don't know if he's officially done because he didn't tell me that. But I can tell you he's done with the coats. That's what I can tell you. Um, He's probably done as a starting quarterback in the National Football League, and I don't see Matty, Matty Ice wanting to be a lifetime backup for the next five years and hang around and, not be with his family and just tour the country. I don't see that happening at all. Um, you're right. I have a relationship with him and I feel I felt uh that a change of scenery with a new team that was missing a quarterback based on Carson Wentz play a year ago, running the ball with Jonathan Taylor, a defense that seemed like it was gonna uh uh you know, hit the ground running like it did last year and none of that has come to fruition for this team. Uh maybe Sam Ellinger could take care of business and it looks totally different
5: yeah the matt ryan experiment is over to me it's over right three three and one so many turnovers he's a shell of the the player that we thought he was going to be but that's just the beginning of it for me frankly because like i wonder is the frank Wright experiment over like frank Wright was supposed to be this offensive genius right that came into the league with this team and you know, this is his seventh quarterback he's gonna have Seventh during his tenure. Let's go through them. I mean, obviously, I get Andrew Luck. That happens. Jacoby Brissett, 2018. Brian Hoyer, 2019, for a game. Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz wasn't the guy, even though that was Frank's guy. Now they got Matt Ryan. He's not the guy. Now we're going to Sam Ellinger. Like,
4: where are we going? This well, team. This, this is more of a coat issue in terms of the quarterback history than it is a Frank Reich issue. Remember, Frank Reich wasn't there. At the time, Andrew Luck was there. Uh, Frank Reich was still, I believe, either in Philly or with the Chargers, one of the two at the time. So he's only really had Philip Rivers. He's had Philip Rivers. He's had uh, uh, this dude that just – what was the guy's name? Carson Matt, Wentz. Uh, Wentz, Carson Wentz, and now Matt Ryan. I, I believe that Frank is a, a good head coach. Um, he's had some, some turnover on his staff. There's two guys – that have left it was more than two, but two guys that left the staff to go on and be head coaches, one in Nick Sariani and the Philadelphia Eagles, and then the other guy in Chicago and Matt Eberflus on the defensive side of the ball. So there's been a little turnover on his staff. Uh, but I, what I would say, though, Jay, is it, it was it's not a good situation moving forward. I think when you look at it, he's judged on wins, and they're not winning at a high clip. Now, look, they're 3-3-1 three, three and one in a bad division. Can they win the division? Yes. Will they win the division? Who knows? They just lost to Tennessee, and Matt Ryan has a, a grade two separation in his shoulder. So, therefore, he'll he'll be missed sometime throughout the season. Now, if he's healthy and he comes back, depending on how Sam plays, it depends on if he gets a job back or not, I believe. Well, the thing about Reich, let me just say quickly, Jay, I really think if you
3: look at the golden era of – of Colts football, it was the number one pick all-time great Peyton Manning under center. If you look at the next era... They backed into Andrew Luck because Peyton, you know, fortunately for them gets hurt this one year, so they get the number one overall pick when it's Andrew Luck who's supposed to be this generational quarterback and was quite good. And that was not maybe not a golden era, but a very strong era for them with a very good player under center. In both cases, they had to use the number one pick in the NFL draft to get that guy. Since Andrew Luck retired at the age of 30 abruptly, right, he left them in the lurch. I mean, it's, it's, he should do what he wants with his life, but – what it means for the Colts is they've tried reclamation projects. Most times that doesn't work out. Usually there's not a rich Gannon out there ready to turn into some passing machine, right? So, so they've been left. I don't think it's Reich's issue. It's an issue of I, you're going to have to bite the bullet and use draft capital to move up and get and develop a quarterback. It's, you're not going to get it to do it
5: like understood, this. Understood. Just for the record, though, Reich did have Andrew Luck. So Key just push back on that. He, he's had... Seven quarterback. This is seventh quarterback. But, but in at the England. last season did, of Luck's career, last of yeah. his career. But, uh, okay, yeah, that's fine. That but he you didn't can have give, him. You can give me that. That's fine. But what'd how they about
3: do that How about the other six? But what they do that season with Luck?
4: That's the season he retired. Yeah, right. The but,
3: retired. And how many wins he have? I don't have that information. No, right that's front the of
4: me. season he retired.
3: He didn't but play. He just retired. They, okay, wait. I think he did key, but they Win. were. But I think he was the coach for Luck's last season in the NFL. But can I tell you their record that year? Ten and six. In other words, if you give Reich a quarterback, like most coaches, he can do some business. But since we, Luck retired, they haven't had a quarterback. But he's told me that certain quarterbacks are going to be it, Max. Because he has no choice because the organization has to either – Well, a
5: lot of people have no choices, and then they get fired. <laughs> what, or, do you, what do you mean? But,
3: but, but it might be a mistake to fire them. Okay. If –
5: So you're you, telling me it's a mistake.
3: I'm saying that what the what you need to do to properly assess him is to draft a quarterback and see if he can develop them to okay. me.
6: all right.
4: Yeah,
6: maybe.
3: Keys, Keys' real rankings are next. Or, or maybe fire him. Keys' real rankings are next. My New York Giants continue to win. I would I would develop a quarterback, see what he could do. But um, the Giants continue to win. Are they going to be in your top three? You had them in the top nine before anyone else.
1: Listen to Keyshawn J. Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio.
3: Oh, and these rankings are brought to you by Dell here on Keyshawn J. Willem X. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies Mm -hmm. advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL-ESPN-RADIO. Right now, Key, your real rankings, what are they?
4: Well, the real rankings, uh, best teams in the NFL from week six, you know, my list changes from week to week clearly, but these are the teams... Last week that I thought could win it all, and I had six of them. Mm-hmm. You know, New York Giants were six, the Dallas Cowboys were five, Kansas City was four, Minnesota was three, Buffalo was two, and Philadelphia, obviously undefeated, was number one. Now we switched to week seven in the National Football League, and here is the order of my real rankings through week seven of teams that can win it all. And I got eight teams now. It changed a little bit. I added two teams based on my little bit of observations yeah. that I saw over the weekend. Yates, let's hit it.
1: Number eight.
4: Number eight, the New York Jets, right? The New York Jets look like a team that could potentially win it all. Now, I know that they're missing Brees Hall. He's gone for the season. Avera Tucker is gone for the season, but they went out yesterday, and Joe Douglas is not sleeping at the wheel and just laying in the bed. He went out and traded for James Robinson to add some depth, missing Brees Hall. The New York Giant Jets right now are 5-2. and two. They are 60-1. to one and to win it all with the odds.
1: Number seven.
4: Number seven, who wasn't in here. The Jets wasn't here a week ago, and neither was this team. The Cincinnati Bengals, everyone thought that they were going to bundle this year, including myself, but, hey, they're at number seven, four and three, high-flying passing attack. Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, along with Jamar Chase, mixing that offense is just lights out. Joe Burrow almost threw for 500 yards this past week. He's going to eventually hit that mark this season. They're sitting at four and three, 22 to one odds.
1: Number six.
4: Number six is interesting, and I know people ah, you had the Minnesota Vikings sitting at number three last week. They were off. How could this be? Where well, they getting punished? They're getting punished for having a bye, and they're sitting at 5-1, and one, but I believe the teams that are in front of them are better. But I'm going to punish them and drop them to number six. Even though they're 5-1, and one, I think their teams that are in front of them are much better. 16-1 to, to win it all sitting at six.
1: Number five.
4: Number five. You'll love this, Max. A team close and dear to your heart along with Jay. The New York Giants move from number six to number five taking care of business on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're sitting at six and one. They're doing everything right. Now they need to do right by two players in Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. You got a general manager sitting in there with you right now who could talk about extending contracts or not giving top players contracts. And how did that look? They're sitting at six and one number five, 40 to one on the odds.
1: Number four,
4: number four, The Dallas Cowboys, they move up slightly because of Dak Prescott. And you say, well, they struggled against the Detroit Lions. No, they didn't. They did exactly what they were supposed to do, play lights-out defense, have a quarterback to deliver the football in sync the way he needed to, run the football well, and not screw it up. Kelly Moore, keep this recipe, and the Dallas Cowboys could be in the big toaster in Arizona sitting at 4, 18-1 odds. Number three. Number three is easy, the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs went out and displayed that talent against the San Francisco 49ers, so-called vaunted defense that's banged up. But they did what they were supposed to do, unleashed it on them. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. They're sitting at 5-2. and two. They're going to run away with the AFC West slowly but surely. You can tell this. Their odds are 7-1 to one to win it all. Number two. This doesn't change much, although I wanted to, Move things around, but I can't move anything around. Both these teams were off the Buffalo Bills. They're 5-1. and one. We know what Josh Allen is. We know what the defense is. It'll be interesting to see if they go out before November 1st trade deadline and get a little bit of help at the corner position because there's a couple guys out there that could be taken for a little bit, peanuts on the dollar with some teams. i like a I like for them to go try and get a guy like Greedy Williams to sure up that secondary sum. He could potentially be available from Cleveland. Their odds are plus 240, the shortest odds of all odds. They're 5-1, and, and they're sitting at number two.
1: Number one.
4: And number one is the same. Number one, has it been since? Gosh, it's probably been, I would say I probably had them number one after week two. I, mean, I got to go back and look, but I feel that way. I could be wrong. Who knows? They're 6-0, oh, the Philadelphia Eagles, 5-1 to one on the odds. We all know what Jalen Hurts is. We know what the offense is. We know what the defense is. We don't laugh at Nick Sariani anymore. We laugh with him. And the Philadelphia Eagles are rolling. They are getting it done. The Philadelphia Phillies are in the World Series. Let's see if the Eagles can match that by going back to the Super Bowl and taking care of business with Jalen Hurts and company. Mike Tannenbaum, our very own. Oh, and their odds are 5-1. to one. Sorry.
3: Front office insider, our very own GM here on Keyshawn J. Max, ESPN Radio and he is ESPN NFL's front office insider, where, former NFL Los executive. Charges? I was Mike. just about
5: to ask you that, Mike. Where are your charges? <laughs> on the list? Where, where, where's your Los Angeles <laughs> Chargers? I've been waiting to ask you this.
2: You know, I've been to see for 10 seconds and Key's already taking two shots at me about, you know, GM's like extending quarterbacks. And he, I, I was trying to, you know, go back to the city he's representing in L.A. So, hey, we got a long way to go. And, you know, my man, Justin Herbert, he'll, he'll be just fine. But, you know, what st- stands out to me, and I don't necessarily disagree with Key is, no Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. No Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. I mean, that's really remarkable that we're almost halfway through the season and none of us think they're going to be meaningful contenders. I think Aaron Rodgers' Super Bowl is not in Arizona. I think it's this week in Buffalo. I think first it's their last all, stand.
3: First of all, Mike,
2: you're in, you're getting
3: into some shape, man. That's the first thing I noticed when you sat down. Look at you. You've oh, been in the gym. I appreciate it. I try to keep up with you guys. Look at this. I I It's good. Good for him. He needs oh, some Mike's positive reinforcement. Mike's always looking. No, are you no, about? Mike no. Mike, am I right or wrong?
2: I I, I have shut have I can see
3: it.
5: <laughs> Mike,
2: I can see it. That, That's that, right.
5: Back to Aaron Rodgers. Wait a know. minute. I give him some props. No, I, well, he has, he always has props for me.
3: He always has he props. Gets he gets to walk brings around it. like Jay-Will
5: all ripped up all the time. It. Stop it. So, go ahead. Can we dig it deeper into this whole Aaron Rodgers thing for a second cuz I'm just curious to get your thoughts on where it goes from here. I've always just questioned I, Look. There's no doubt his talent, Mike. Talent is off; the, it's worldly, right? But sometimes the way he leads makes me question leadership style, right? Like, or Tom Brady, I get it. A lot of stuff happening, but we were a- asking this question yesterday: Who's in the worst situation? Is it Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers?
2: Yeah, I, I think right now it's Tom Brady, but I'm disappointed in Aaron Rodgers' leadership. It goes back to me, to May, when you draft those two young wide receivers and Key. You know this. Like you can't get enough reps with your quarterback, wide receiver, and when you move on from Devonte Adams, and you're coming back, and they're paying you to be the leader of the franchise, not play quarterback, the leader of the franchise. And those two young receivers are drafted: Christian Watson in the second round, Romeo Dobbs in the fourth round. You got to pick them up at the airport when they fly in. You got to figure out how they learn best. Do they are they better in walkthrough? Are they better in classrooms? What do they like to eat? Take them over to your house for dinner. Like that's really- what I did
3: to Jay when he joined ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> That's right. I picked them up yeah, from the airport think, the whole time.
4: You know, I think when 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 you have a veteran quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, and you have young players, I don't necessarily subscribe to some things that coaches or, or even Mike, as far as the general manager goes, to be with them twenty four seven, holding their hand. But when they are together in the building, whether it, it's lifting weights together whether it's getting extra work after practice together or before practice together and having conversations on the sidebar, making sure that the film study is there. That's one thing I've always done with my quarterbacks is we've always kind of had a a business relationship. I remember when I first went to Tampa Bay and Sean King was struggling, I went over to Sean King's house. He had Welch's grape juice. I had wine. And we had a real conversation. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It was, and he can tell you this. It was a real was conversation about around, huh? getting it done. Let's just get it done. Let's not worry about whose team it is, who offense it is. We together. And I think that's where you can get the continuity at, not necessarily on the field, because what you what you do on the field in the offseason, you're going to forget come training camp anyway. It's been enough time already from training camp through preseason – to where they are now, to be on the same page. But key, they should be on
2: the same page now. Right, Key, here's the only thing I would, I would push back on, which is those two receivers, we we had to speed up their learning curve because they were trying to help replace an all-time great in Devontae Adams. And both, one came from North Dakota State, the other one came from Nevada, so they didn't come from great schools. And when we're in this last dance, win-now mode, we don't have the time to get this to build up over a year or two. So, to me, there was a tremendous sense of urgency and if we go back to this past week, Key, uh, Romeo Dobbs was targeted four times. He had no catches. And most yeah. meaningfully, on fourth and one, they ran that little pick route that, you know, yeah. for years we saw for Devontae Adams. Dobbs didn't hold on to it. And those are like – we, we all know the margins are so small. That's the difference between winning and losing. And that's why – I'm not saying that's the only reason Green Bay's struggling. But to me, if I'm Aaron Rodgers and I'm, I'm coming back, I'm doing everything I can to serve those receivers, to nurture them so yeah. they have the best chance to be successful. And, and in that's where
4: and that's where August and September and October, before practice, after practice, before games, all those things. If you remember, um, Mike, we started with the New York Jets. Todd Haley and myself started going out in, in pregame, before pregame. We would get to the stadium yep. two, three hours before everybody and basically run through the entire script with the quarterbacks and, and visualize, hey, it's third and four. Here's what's going to happen. Line up in this and then go there and do that. And we would just visualize it and know those are the sort of things that helps. you know. And, and I don't know if Aaron is doing those things or not or encouraging these young receivers or not. I have no idea. But I know one thing, like you said, going to Buffalo is their Super Bowl right now. And if they lose it, they can forget it. So, Mike, all I said yesterday – was that, no, we, we talk a lot
5: about elite quarterbacks, right? We talk about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, those names, right? When's the last time you heard an elite quarterback like Aaron Rodgers lose to the Giants, the Jets, and then the Commanders?
2: Yeah, it, it never happens. And, never. Or Tom Brady losing to P.J. Walker and a team that just fired their head coach, Trade their two best uh, offensive players in McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson. I mean, both of those losses to me, guys, were shocking.
3: Who looked wor- We asked this a lot yesterday, Mike. But, right, one team's having a fire sale. They ought to quit, right? Like, you'd think, okay, this team is packing it in. Tom Brady comes into town with all that talent on his team, in spite of whatever they're missing, and gets smacked around. Aaron Rodgers plays a commander's team, although, and I'm not just saying this to be funny, a lot of times Carson Wentz teams get a little bounce with the backup. Like, I've noticed it throughout his career. Nevertheless, it's a backup quarterback on a team that's not that good. To my eye, Brady looked worse, but I have more confidence in his team because he has known commodities at certain positions that are important whereas Aaron Rodgers were hoping that the young guys come along. On the other hand, Aaron Rodgers, to me, didn't look quite as bad as Brady. Who do you think looked worse between the two number 12 legends?
2: Tom Brady, and I did the game the week before on ESPN Radio. We were in Pittsburgh, and he dirted some balls, and he dirted some balls against Carolina. What I mean by that, the ball just skipped in. It was short. And the other thing is Tom Brady didn't convert a 31 quarterback seek, which he always does, so he just doesn't look the same. And we – look – We know football is the ultimate team sport, but if we went back to one injury, guys, Ryan Jensen, their great center, got hurt in the preseason. They're last in the league in rushing the ball. And right now, guys, last year they completed 67% on play action passes. That's down to 62% this year. I think one of the reasons that's dropped off, guys, is their opponents are not honoring the run now, and because of it, they can play Tom Brady and defend the pass even more.
4: Mm. Yeah, you're talking about Tom Brady, but – that his former team, the New England Patriots, went through something last night against the Chicago Bears. Bill Belichick, one of our old bosses, made a decision that I don't agree with, which is starting Mac Jones at the quarterback spot and then giving him a quick hook to go back to Dr. Z. And I I felt like that threw Dr. Z off, even though he came out firing and everything, the momentum's changed from Chicago back to, to New England, but they gave... In my opinion, by starting Mac Jones, they gave Chicago hope. And, and Chicago felt like, oh, this dude can't beat us. There's no way he's going to be able to beat us. I felt like they should have just kept rolling with Dr. Z. What's your thoughts on the starting quarterback moving forward for the Pats?
2: Yeah, I think it has to be Mac Jones. I think what we saw last night was what? a great re- great reminder that this is the varsity. This is the men's league. And Justin Fields, 6'3", 230 pounds, and looks like an NFL quarterback who was bigger and faster than the Patriots' front seven. And I love Bailey Zappi. I mean, how can you not love the story? But when they kept him in the pocket and they compressed it, boy, he looks small. And look, there's exceptions. We saw Drew Brees. But why has Baker Mayfield struggle key? He's sub six feet tall. He runs 485, so he's shorter and slower. And Bailey Zappi, I love the story and all that. But at the end of day, I don't know if he has the NFL physical skill set to withstand what was a really good front seven of the Chicago Bears. And, 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 and Mac Jones did? No. Nope. Mac Jones it wasn't 100%, but we have seen Mac Jones play really well in Alabama. We saw Mac Jones lead his team as a rookie to the playoffs. Now, Mac Jones isn't the same right now. Um, I'm, I'm really disappointed in Mac Jones' decision-making. That was a terrible interception. He wasn't playing well before the injury. I, there's parts of Bailey Zappi I love, Key. He just looks small to me. And over time, I just think this is the big men's league.
5: Mike, I agree with you, but why was there such a short leash on Mac Jones? Well, like, I
2: think he and I can answer that question, Jay Will. There's a short leash with Coach Belichick if you spell something wrong, Ooh. if you write a bad sky report, okay. if you're late for a meeting. That's like, there's the standards, and you're gone. Like, I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to embarrass you. You just won't be here.
5: Great. Standard is a great way for me to lead into my next question. Let's talk about the standard in Indianapolis. So, now Frank Wright has decided to move on to Sam Ellinger, right? His seventh quarterback he's going to have during his tenure with the Colts. Does this put more pressure on this team for Frank Wright or for Chris Ballard, their GM? Like, Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Do you think they're both in the hot seat?
2: I, I don't know how they couldn't be. And, you know, look, with that said, I think Chris Ballard's one of the better GMs. But, you know, the quarterback position is something you have to get right. So, we could go back to Phillip Rivers and Jacoby Percet and now Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz, it just hasn't worked. I think it goes back to the offensive line. Matt Pryor didn't work at left tackle. That that line isn't as good as it once was. And of all the teams that have been disappointed this year, you know, you gotta put Indy up there in that discussion. Um, I think I think Sam Elgar is gonna play well, but yeah, that's the situation to definitely monitor. Is Frank
5: Wright the right head coach for this team moving forward after this year?
2: I hard to say that right now, you know, and, and with Matt Ryan, I'm sure they thought he could help them win the division, but clear, you know, they only have one division game left. I think it's going to be really hard, regardless of how well Elgar plays for them to make the playoffs. Mm.
4: When when you, Mike and, and Jay asked you about Frank Wright, but I'm going to ask you across the league, as a, as a president of a team, former president, general manager of a team, and running your own organization, which head coach that's out there right now has disappointed you the most out of all these head coaches that are out there and have talent on their team
2: oh boy that's a really good question key you know probably matt lafleur you know from a standpoint of like their standards are so high key and you have you know one of the best quarterbacks of all time in the division that you know let's face it like detroit and chicago rebuilding minnesota has a new head coach and they're not running away with the division and i think whether it's fair or unfair, you know the standards in Green Bay are incredibly high.
4: You know, I, you, you mentioned Matt LaFleur in Green Bay with standards that are high, but also in Los Angeles, your favorite team in the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, the standards are high based on they're the team of the offseason. They went out and got Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. Now, look, some injuries have come up, but a lot of teams have injuries over the course of a season. That's part of it. But they don't look like they're playing good football. I mean, we saw them, obviously, this past week lose, but we saw them several weeks ago get unleashed at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. What is going on in L.A. that they seem to not be able to keep it consistent with the winning style of
2: play? Yeah, Key, it's totally fair. I mean, they have had injuries Rashawn Sean they their great left tackle, Joey Bosa, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen haven't been on the field together, but they still they should be playing better, more consistently. And let's face it, Key, I think I know where you're going here, which is right now Sean Payton is the head coach of the 33rd team, and his, he's out there, and his, he's going to loom large. And every time we talk about the Chargers, hey, would he love to coach Justin Herbert? And now it's going to be, guys, the same thing. Hey, do you want to give him that Carolina Panther defense, a top-five pick, and let him go coach Will Levis, C.J. Stroud, or Bryce Young? And that's going to be the narrative coming down the stretch is for every team that may make a change – Arizona, Boy, would Sean Payne mm. love to coach Kyle Murray, right? Like, he, Sean Payton's, you know, image is going to keep looming larger and larger. And that's one of the hard things if you're Brandon Staley, if you're Steve Wilkes, if you're Cliff Kingsbury, every day. How about Nathaniel Hackett in Denver? Is he one and done? And is it going to be like, well, can Sean Payton? can he resurrect Russell Wilson? And I think... That will be the narrative for the non-playoff teams in the coming weeks.
3: Yeah, man, just take the job with Justin Herbert. <laughs> Let's call it a day. Hey, uh, um, Mike, our very own Alan Yates has never had soup. We have about 30 seconds left. <laughs> what is your favorite kind of soup? Oh, matzo ball soup. Matzo, matzo ball. number one. Yeah, see, uh, yeah and uh, I like matzo ball soup. I don't know if it's my number one, but it's good.
2: Right across the street, Squire's Diner. I was there last night. Greek salad, grilled chicken, a little matzo ball soup.
3: Squire's got a matzo ball soup.
2: Yeah, and i recommend
3: it. Uh, Second Avenue <laughs> Deli has a hell of a matzo ball soup. <laughs> hell of a matzo ball, ball soup, soup. Huh? yeah. Right. What's your favorite,
2: Jay?
4: J. relax. What? What? Nothing, I, don't I don't know. just want to make sure he doesn't say something to get us all fired. Ah, no, stop. I mean,
3: he just wants to know what, who, what someone's favorite know, soup is. they have matzo
5: ball soup at Donde Academy,
2: that's all.
3: Dijon, Jay Willimax, thank you, Mike. All
2: right, guys. <laughs> Who should
3: be basket. the starting quarterback in New England? Mike Reese joins us next.
1: From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday mornings starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.